As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. excited to be back once again to get together and talk about real woman issues that concern friends, wives, mothers, educators, and entrepreneurs. I cannot wait to start the show, so let's get going. Sorry, we just went straight on into it. But so when I was younger, like I was like 18, there's this girl that goes to my, that went to my church, my childhood church. And she was in college and, you know, presents herself as a very intelligent individual. And 
uh, this the gnat that's flying around in this room right now reminded me of <laughs> something she used to say. What did she say? I Girl, love this southern. She stuff. used to be like, "All these nets out here. <laughs> you see these nets? I'm like, like net, like like who's catching butterflies? This net? net. Like, <laughs> do you mean like basketball net? Oh, um, fishing net. Mm. Like, I'm confused. I don't see the net. Oh my god, girl, she was talking about nets. <laughs> She's like, but she kept saying it. Look at these nets. Look at these nets out here. Look at these nets. And I'm like, what the heck is she talking about? And I wasn't trying to act bougie or anything. Uh, but <laughs> did you make her explain it, or did you finally just catch? Finally, it? I tried to use context clues. <laughs> I was using those at a young age, at 18, also. And um, I was like, oh my gosh. And when she started, like, finally, like, fanning, uh-huh. I got what you, she was talking about. So funny. I, I'm so happy that you in the South actually experienced that because I thought it was like. What do you mean? You th- thought I thought that's how all of us spoke? Yes, I thought everybody down here understood the talk. And my, oh my gosh, I have this friend. She was played on the volleyball team with me at the great Bethune-Cookman University, which we'll talk about later. Yes, yes, y'all. All right. Um, she was from Czech Republic, and mm-hmm. she would refer to it as football talk because all the football players had this, like, southern thing. Right, exactly. So she would only talk to me because she was like, I can understand what you're saying, she said, but I can't understand that oh, football no. talk. Oh, no. So speaking of that, there was a girl who I was in Florida now in Florida, yes. not Georgia. This is Florida. Yeah. And she would be like, Ooh, girl, it's human out here. Inhuman. Human? It's <laughs> a lot of human beings. No, human. Human. Like it's human. Um as several is. um I feel like we're playing taboo. No. Um, like a lot of people populating human like as area. In the precipitation, <laughs> the amount of moisture in the air. Humid. Humid. <laughs> and I was a freshman in, in college. And, and so I was you like, just thought that's how everyone spoke because I remember you asking me that question <laughs> out the gate when we first met. Did I refer to humidity as human? Humidity. I'm mad at you for thinking that that was just something that we did. Oh my, and then there's other ones. There's other Girl, ones. wait. I okay, can't. wait, 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 wait. So, that same girl, bless her heart, Lord, y'all pray mm. for mm. She said, all these adults out here, adults, <laughs> adults out here. And my best friend, and it was so funny because we were together. Ooh. Again, this was when I was in high school. Right. And, like, this is a girl we respected. Like, we really looked up to her because she was going to college and stuff. Yeah. And, and the church. Educated. And, yeah. So, we were like, ooh. But then when she started having all of these... <laughs> Sayings, I don't know what you want to call them, but she was like, All these ducks out here, and I'm like, A duck? Are we in a pond? Like, where's the duck? I want to see a duck. I like birds. So, a duck, adult, all of these adults. Oh, sis, 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 just don't even talk. That's what I wanted to say. Just don't even talk anymore. Like, literally, that went on for about 30 minutes oh, because shoot. I was trying hard because I just couldn't move on. You I didn't find the You didn't want to let it go. I couldn't. And I talked to my friend, and I'm like, okay, what is she, why does she keep talking about ducks? And she was like, girl, she's talking about adults. Oh. And I was like, you should have sent me a something. So a, you a memo. Don't, oh my God. There's a lady who was, used to be an administrator. <laughs> and this is like in a professional setting. And she would always say exemplary. <gasps> oh. And she was an administrator. So and it she was, was like. speaking out loud in front of like. The and group. she was telling us about how to become an exemplary teacher. And 
every time she would say it, Did I would cringe? underline the word. I would just underline because I couldn't like I couldn't you laugh out loud to her in private. I, mm. I, um, it would be every single year, and so we would be like, like Ooh. perhaps if you would have gone to her as a sister in private <laughs> and addressed this, she wouldn't have had that issue. She was older than me. She's been well, doing honey, that her whole life. Well, it's better just to correct. Them. Well, my friend, this girl, this lady, because she was older. That's what made me think of it. Uh, Listen, you know. <laughs> okay, I have a friend, flashback. I have a flashback. Okay, wait, okay. wait, don't forget. Okay, okay. so my friend's uh, dad's girlfriend okay. used to call rotisserie chicken, rotisserie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> rotisserie chicken. Are we being mean Rotis- girls right now? Is this, this is like a mean girl? No, this is a PSA. <laughs> we are giving but you, you know like, mistaken words so that no one else will make these mistakes I like thinking to say that they sound things. proper. I like to say fancy things like right. sorbet is not really sorbet, it's sorbet. That is how sorbet. you're supposed to say it. And but then you feel all fancy I like feel you're fancy. like from France. When I say sorbet. <laughs> but it's not. It's sorbet. So there you go. Well there you go. <laughs> But my grandfather, who was from Louisiana, oh. girl, he we used to correct him all the time because he would say swimps <laughs> when he was talking about, when he was talking about shrimp or like he's he has such a dialect. Wait, we okay? said it again. <laughs> swimps. <laughs> he has such a dialect that. We were in Cal, and we were in California at the time, and we would be like, "Papa, what are you talking about? What are you talking about, Papa?" And he would be like, "You just like your mama always try to correct me." <laughs> so like, I got this thing like, okay, if they talk like that, I, maybe I don't need to correct an elder about how they're speaking. But swim, swim. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And in Florida, they say scrimp and scream. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm privy. I've heard strawberry. Of- Scrimp, scrawl, and strawberry. Yeah. But swimp, swimp just seems. to cook the swimp. <laughs> oh my god, and I love him. I mean he actually is deceased right now. So I don't this feel is a great so memory. Good. It is and this it's is like a great memory. he literally was like you just like your mama. So apparently my mother, who <laughs> also is a California girl, used to correct him all the time about the way he spoke. And my grandmother from Arkansas was as proper as I don't know what. So I don't even know how she dealt with swimp. All I'm saying is, he pulled up on her. I'm going to take you to get some swimp and grits. <laughs> grits. <laughs> you got to say grits. If you say swimp like that, you got to say grits like that. I hope, if you're listening, that Ooh. we have 
not stepped on Ooh. anyone's feet, but this so, is just, you said the whole foot. <laughs> we hope we didn't step on nobody's whole foot. Entire not just foot. the toe. <laughs> I also had someone who I love so much. She, I met her in college. She would say, order some scossage on the pizza. What? <laughs> Stop it. Scossage. I don't think it's nice of you to make up these things. <laughs> I'm There's not no making it. This is true. Scossage. Scossage on There's the pizza. No what is a scossage? Sausage. 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 Scossage. So, I don't I don't know what the deal is. I, I just want to know where that came from. Like, who have you been listening to growing up that said it that way? Right. Because clearly that was modeled before <laughs> was you modeled. picked that up. That's not, And then if you've ever read it. Um, you see that there's no C. Or Q. Or Q-U. <laughs> no or Q. Q. Like, I'm just trying to bring all the sounds oh that say scuff. Say it one more time. Scossage. Was she saying it like she thought she was being proper? Oh, um, no. It just was like. <laughs> Get order some sausage on my pizza, like it was like that, and I was like, "Did people? Oh. How did the waitresses?" Well, no, it was like just placing an order on the phone, oh. so it was like an intimate setting. Okay, but great. I still was and like, you could correct it when you ordered it for her. I said I would like some sausage. Yes, did but she ever pick up on it? Oh my gosh, this reminds me. Have you ever had someone who answers their own questions? <laughs> <laughs> demonstrate for me and the audience. <laughs> Y'all, this is getting good. My side hurts so much. Okay, so once again, we have someone in our school who she'll put on a little you know, she's our parent facilitator. Okay. So she'll say stuff like, we want the kids to do what? And then before we can answer, she'll be like, yes. Oh, participate. Yes. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Very quickly. Too quickly. And I had a mm-hmm. professor in college mm-hmm. that would do that. Mm-hmm. And that'll give us that wait time. We need that wait time. No wait time. You would answer mm-hmm. and be like, yep, yeah, that's right. And we're like, well, I never said anything. <laughs> I want a chance. You, Can I have a chance? And then so we found ourselves like trying to hurry up and answer before <laughs> she answered. Like a day. Like a mess. And I'm telling you, okay, Alicia. Me and Alicia be in that meeting like, oh, here she comes. Let's Don't go. bring that up. Don't bring that Girl, name up. Girl, we be waiting Don't for her. Don't bring that name up. <laughs> That's my cue. I bring her name up in We are both snobs when it comes to that. So we'd be like, oh. That is so funny. So did y'all ever accomplish the task of beating her before she answered her own question? Um, no. Because (laughs) she was so fast on the draw. Quick with it. (laughs) Quick with it. Quick Quick with the answers. We're like, okay, so this is a fit. This is this is how she talks. She's not asking us anything. She's not asking you here. It's a hypothetical question. It is We want the parents to what? Participate. That's right. That's right. This is a horrible beginning to our friendship. It's not because that oh that fixed my life, honey. You I, feel like, I feel like you were a, a young one, honey, just then because you Ooh. fixed all my life just then. Because I'm telling you, I've been dragging. <laughs> I'm trying to make it these last five days, child. Yes. These children acting up, these parents acting up. I'm like, how are you gonna act? Up? Mm. I had heard from you all year, Oof. so I needed that fix. Thank oh you for that. Gosh. Thank you for all of that. I appreciate it. Mm. I hope you guys appreciated that because it just made me happy. Fun time. Let's move on to. I'm not even a language. What are you? ELA? Yes. Yeah. Specialist? I'm a science yeah. teacher. I shouldn't have to worry about all these figures of speeches. Dear, I am sorry, <laughs> but we all encounter them. I bet regardless. y'all have it worse than, than the rest of us because you guys focus on all that. I, I can't. No, these are very big outliers. <laughs> the things that we've discussed here 
I don't think we have to, to address these in the curriculum. Okay, I hope dear. not, girl. I've not seen any. Of, I have not seen squimp in my any any essays. <laughs> Squimps or scrimp? Squimp. Wait, I combined it. Squimp. I combined scrimp. Like I eat so many scrimp, I got iodine poison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's it, enough. It boil it. That's enough. You you can. Yeah, I like that. But right or now, eight ball. Eight ball, dear. I'm not ready right now. Okay? I like eight ball. But as a recap, these words are not really <laughs> r- words. Rotisserie <laughs> is rotisserie. Mm-hmm. Um, Check. Sorbet is not sorbet. It's sorbet. Sorbet. We didn't talk about salmon and salmon. Ooh. <laughs> That's, that, in our community, that is one. So which one is it? And conversate and converse also. Oh, please, now. Everyone knows conversate's not a word. It's not. Sorry, I didn't want to conversate with you. I and didn't biggie. Want, but that's art. Art yeah. has leeway. We yeah. should not model our speech Mm-mm. and our language Mm-mm. based on art. And conversate is in the urban dictionary. Mm. And I was so mad when I found that. Because Come on, people, we got to do better. We have to. My people, my people, we got to do better. Okay, so let's go. Converse. Sorry, it's converse. We said and squimp, nor <laughs> swimp. Wait, swimp, shrimp, swimp, <laughs> swimp or scrimp are not words. No, it's shrimp. Sh- sh- shrimp, sh- like Sharifa. Shrimp, like he sh. That's <laughs> what we <laughs> Well, a key slob. Oh god, I have to edit that out. Whatever. Okay. That was funny. What are the other words? Net squall is straw. <laughs> Net is something that you catch butterflies mm-hmm. with. You bring in fish with a net. Mm-hmm. You shoot basketball that has a net. The goal has a net on it. What about mines? Wait a minute. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, why, Lord? Can I take mines with me? Oh, that's a location I where they dig for gold or coal. Yes, it's a noun. It's a noun. Not it's mines. Person, place, or thing. And it's hard because I see it on Facebook a lot. Yeah, I do too. And I cringe every time I see I do it. Too. I don't know why. I don't know why they want to put that S there. I don't get it. I don't know. Like I can't even logically. Okay. I guess because yours mm. and mine. Some people might automatically put mines. Yours <laughs> and mines. <laughs> Got it. Let's stop. I think we've stepped on some toes. Wait, net. That's not to describe that little bug. Right. It's nat. Nat. And a duck goes <laughs> quack, quack. An adult is a big human. <laughs> Speaking of human, humidity. <laughs> Human outside or humid. Humid would be the right humid, term. If we're doing multiple choice here. Humid. Humid. Human beings. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes oh. our Grammar Girl segment. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with region is what you're telling me. Because I don't think so. you didn't you weren't with any of this oh, no, no, no. southern No. I but thought in have, my mind But you uh sunshine has pinned on have pinned on sweet tea and southernness. <laughs> you don't accept that. Mm-mm. No. Is that football just, talk like my teammates say? I, I think it's football talk. <laughs> well, I do when when my husband came west, 
my family was like, oh my gosh, say this, say that. Like, yeah. they love, and I love it too. I love Southern draws. I love the Southern culture. I love all that. Did you just say draws? Draws. <laughs> or draws. Draws. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when I went to New York the first time mm-hmm. in the mall, girl, they were like stalking me. And a Southern Will man. Will you please oh. talk? Will you please talk? I, I think they like, I think Southern women also. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. But a Southern gentleman? Oof. Mm. Because out west, west is a real, real country too. And out west, they act like men don't act the same. They like, don't. I remember. Coming, I mean, I'm not from the west, but I've met. It's just not. It's not. It's mm-hmm. like you think that it's. Yeah. Southern men, I think, turn it to you. They're like, it's all about you. Southern mm-hmm. in California, it's more about them. That is so true. I dated, not dated. I guess kind of dated. Mm-hmm. This guy from Morehouse that was from somewhere over there. Mm-hmm. And it was... They don't really... It was absolutely about him. Yeah. It lasted like one date. It's I couldn't very do it. interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. That's neat. That comparison contrast. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Before. I love I love Southern men. Just, just gonna say. Me too. I mean, including my husband, you know. Of course. He, no, he that's is. who... That's the... He's the ultimate. Yeah. Southern That's male. the epitome of the Southern male. That our our husbands. Oh, yes. Our husband. Oh, okay. So maybe this can, we can talk about. Mother's Day? Okay. <laughs> what are you about to say? Housewives of Atlanta Sons. <laughs> Did you really just transition from husbands to Housewives of Atlanta Sons? All right, girl. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I, okay. So. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jesus. Can I talk about it from a mother's standpoint or not a mother? I don't know, but don't be advocating when Amara get big. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, Sharice. The professor. <laughs> so, ladies with sons, as our sons get older, like, <laughs> they're going to start looking like men. Yep. So, are we supposed to ignore that? You mean, when you say we, not the mamas. But are your friends supposed to ignore it? Because you're a mother of a son. Yes. So, okay, let me help y'all because, you know, sometimes my buddy just gets to talking and (laughs) y'all don't know what she's talking about. But uh, if you are a Real Housewives of Atlanta viewer, Mm -hmm. you will remember that Sheree's son has suddenly become a model. Right. And with that modeling career. He had his shirt off. Dog, I mean, get right to it. I Sorry. mean, can I build up? Can I build? Can I paint the picture? Can I go ahead? Go ahead. Look, you grin a little too hard. I'm gonna tell Sheree, I don't even have I saw her at the Mexican restaurant with him, and he didn't look that good in person. Oh, okay. But anyway, so um, it is so funny that you brought this up because my friend Octavia, I'm gonna have to tag her in it because mm-hmm. this is something that she. So we are kind of older than like Chris Brown. Y'all know when Chris Brown came out, mm-hmm. he was like a teen. We were grown up, yeah, already. And she would always talk about how fun he was, and I found that really awkward because, of course, I work with children, right. and it was just like, girl, are you really talking about this boy being fine? Like, why are you talking about that? Right. So. If you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, you will remember that they kind of flashed over to Kendra, like, checking this Joker out yes. in, in the fashion show. Mm, and then, Kenya. Kenya, Lord, <laughs> Jesus. I was like, who's Kendra? 
Whatever. Clearly, we don't watch it that much. I my back. I know. Speak up when you hear me mess up like Kenya. Kenya. Mm-hmm. Was checking them out. And I ain't gonna lie. I cut my eyes. I was like, oh. And so was Portia. Portia. Yeah, she did too. And so today, earlier, my dear friend was scrolling through her. My dear friend, Sharifa, she was confused. Was scrolling through her Facebook timeline and got a little, was like, oh, I just that? paused. Yes. I paused on it to right. be like, who is that? And so then it made me think of that. And I was like, oh, this is, this is my friend's son. son. So here's the question that we are posing to you guys. And we need you to answer on Facebook so that we can mm-hmm. have an open discussion about this. No judgment. Okay. Right. So when we have. Friends with sons and their sons have grown up to be men folk because mm-hmm. they're going to. It's gonna happen, right? The professor has the potential of being fine one day. Ew. So, <laughs> do you ignore or do you acknowledge? I mean, I feel like this might be a little bit Mrs. Robinson's situation. You know, like the older woman next door who's and so I'm like Miss Parker Miss Parker yeah that that. I don't we ain't gonna let me Miss Parker well clearly clearly we're all married and whatnot but I remember when we talking about lusting no but do we acknowledge and then if a woman acknowledges that is that as gross as a man who acknowledges because dirty old men would be like oh girl you done grown up you done grew up come and give me let me get you some shit right but are we supposed to notice it are we supposed to be like oh look he's so handsome well that's what I would do yeah I would say look Uh, at you're fighting off all the girls I'd be like look at (laughs) (laughs) dang that's what we need to be like that facial expression but that would be the polite thing to do because otherwise it would seem like lusting, mm-hmm. you know. And right. I think it's just a matter of good gracious. Like even when they did He's the flashback of Sheree's son mm-hmm. and like just showing all the um, the actresses is, is <laughs> what and what not. Yeah, all the uh, guests, kids, all the whoever, right. all of the what do you call the housewives? Them? Okay, I guess. All cast of, all of the casts, um, kids they have all grown up so yeah. much. Yeah. So when you look at it as a flashback, it was like, oh my gosh, look at that baby. Mm-hmm. He has grown up into a boy man. That makes me feel better though when I see the progression. But don't just pop up and be grown. Don't be like, popping up and be blind and you get confused. Confused. Yes. Like, mm, Which reminds me, teacher, whatever. One of the boy at Mother's Day, one of the one of my old students approached me at breakfast, like Mother's Day breakfast. I did not recognize him. We say the same, but they grow up. Like right. that's so true. So I was looking at him like, who? How? How do I know this grown person? I mean, he wasn't like fine or nothing, but it's like he I was, recognize him. Who is that? Right. So mm-hmm. he was like, oh, it's Jarius, and I've got my master's already. Like he was a grown up, a grown yeah. man, and I was just like, dang, like. Would I know? My students, I am not attracted to them at all. I feel like they're just babies. Yes. But at some point, they, they hit that. They might become an adult. And I, would, I mean, I don't think that I would be looking at them like that. Because I just have a husband who's so fine. But like, ew. I'm sorry, I nodded. <laughs> yes, yes you do, Sharifa. You do have a husband who is so fine that I mm-hmm. know meets all of your needs. I'm so, so that's not blinded even... by his fine <laughs> entities. <laughs> But, yeah, just to acknowledge it, like, okay, you got it, okay. Because we do right. that with girls all the time. We be like, we okay, do. girl, I see you. We Go ahead do. and work. We do. 
we do. It is. Mm-hmm. I just, I, it's, they grow up. And yeah. I mean, I was, of course. I would I, fight somebody if they try to date my son. I don't think, see, you don't go to another level. <laughs> we talking about acknowledging the finest. Like, mm-hmm. did he say, like, I may say to you, Sharifa, in a few years, nope. Professor done got, girl, nope. you better watch out. Nope. What, what you gonna do when the little heifer come up and try to, you I'll know, fight her too. take her from, nope. take him from you. Nope. Like, that would be our conversation. I just feel it, like tears welling up right now. <laughs> Thinking of any of that. Can't you see Sharifa fighting Kenya? <laughs> I can see her like, like real life trying to attack her. I just. For thinking that her son was fine. First of all, he stinks. And Ooh. Professor. Like, he's a I'm talking about Kenya and Sheree. Okay, yeah. You, okay. Got, you stay in that mode, girl. Yeah, I just don't want girls to be around him. Like, I feel like I want him to just be a sneaky little boy right now. And that's it. And that's what he is right now. If You're talking about the fact that you paused for a moment on your friend's adult son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> even tell her. That's the thing. I was thinking of it in my head, but I'm not going to be like, <laughs> as a comment <laughs> underneath the picture. I'll just be like, okay, so she's got a grown son. Well, I'll tell you this. I was scrolling through, and of course, a lot of my friend, friends, all, a lot of my former students are my friends on Facebook mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And remember, I taught them in sixth grade. Right, so. so you already know how much they have changed as adults. And I was scrolling through and I saw one of my babies. Like, he was, oh my gosh. Mm. These kids, a lot of them were my heart. Like, they just, girl, they had their little baby crushes and they would bring me roses on, like Mm -hmm. single roses on uh, Valentine's. They're babies, you know, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds. They were so precious. One little boy brought me a ring. You know, it was just sweet. My little 11-year-old, they bring me a little eight-month ring. You know, it was sweet. His mom would be like, Ooh, they in love with Miss Miss Thomas. Because I was Miss Thomas. Then they okay. would come to school and tell me that. And mm. so I had good relationships with their mamas. So it was clearly right. I have some little babies. Right. Um, but I'm scrolling through and saw one of those babies. And I was like, you're cute and like handsome and like you're a real grown man. A grown man. up. So one of my friends had a boy come back and invite her on a date. <laughs> After he already graduated, like he, like it was almost like he saved it up, and I was like, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna invite her and on a date. Of course, it was like heck no, like in our Bobby mind. Bobby said no, of course, because in can my talk mind, about, I so. feel like those kids are frozen. Like Lil Yachty, he is frozen in my head as a freshman. Do you wanna feel the snowman? <laughs> I'm sorry, frozen. frozen. He's frozen in my mind as this little. <laughs> silly little freshman kid who likes to make jokes and like entertain. So when I see him like doing these things, I go, like when artists attack him, I feel really offended because I'm like, this is a little boy. I mean, he's he's 19 at this point, but I'm like, listen, you're not about to go after this little boy. I went through that. I went through that with one of my seventh grade boys. He's now 
playing football at Auburn University. Like, he was mm-hmm. a starter. Like, he has just done an amazing job. But, yeah. And he's super humble. He doesn't like the spotlight, but mm-hmm. he's, like, a really good player. Right. Girl, somebody attacked that baby. Mm-hmm. And this is a big 300. Maybe he's 300 pounds. I don't know. You know, anyway, I don't know your stats. I'm going to tag you in this post so you can hear me talking about you. But, <laughs> um, I don't know his real, like, specs or whatever you want to say. But, mm-hmm. um... Girl, I was hurt to my core when that, because I knew the things that they were saying about him were not true. I knew right. they weren't. And I called him. I had to pep talk him. And you're right. They do stay our children mm-hmm. in our heads. Now, he is grown to death. They have buffed him up. He is a man of steel. Mm-hmm. But that is still like my child. Right. So, I see what you mean. That's all yeah. I think Professor is going to be. Like, I'm like... For you, of course. For y'all to come and say that he's a fine man. Like, I would be like, "Uh, nope. (laughs) (laughs) You might be in denial. Little boy with, you know, his little glasses and books. That's all he needs to be. So, I don't know that we we answered the question. um, (laughs) Let us know. Yeah, I want y'all to tell the truth. Tell the truth and shame the devil, too. Southern. (laughs) All these Southern sayings. Tell the truth, shame the devil. Y'all know good well if you're you have friends with adult children, boys, or if you're male girls, <laughs> that you like I don't. Look, Keisha done grew up. Hey. Mm. Keisha been having curves since eleven though, so I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean I have and it it was scary. Yeah, it was like I finally grew into it when I was like twenty one. <laughs> right. It was scary. I remember a little fifteen year old boy trying to tell me when I was eleven. I was like, Yeah, eleven. Yeah. I was scared, but that's the difference between these girls these uh-huh. days, honey. They eat that junk up girls. and then fast tail. See the southern. Did y'all say that? Did y'all say fast in, in Cali? We said fast. We didn't say really? fast tail. We said fast tail, honey. Y'all oh. put a tail on it. We said fast. Cause they fast in the tail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is great. I'm so nervous. Is that all of our friend things or do we have more? We have some more. We didn't even talk about Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so Mother's Day, you spent it with your mama. Yes, we, the professor and brother-in-law and dad and um, father-in-love, like my husband's dad, um, all got together and did a picnic in Piedmont so Park. So it was sweet. really sweet. I um, love chill stuff though. Like that was low stress. Right. And like. They got a knit. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was sweet. Like the. What do I call him? World famous. He um made all these sandwiches. Uh uh-uh, uh girl. In, in a Tupperware. And you know I'm not He's eating so meat. sweet. I'm not eating meat. Did he make you a veggie one? So, not a veggie sandwich, but he made like all these veggie trays. Mm. And then, like, they brought, of course, a little bit of spirits out there in the park. Mm-hmm. And we just chilled. Like, it was a yes. great time. Like it was fun. Um, and which reminds me, there is this pavilion in Piedmont that mm-hmm. I, I really want to rent. Like, it was amazing. It was a ring fix outing? I think so. Possibly? Or. Yes, or just a meat. <laughs> like, I don't know, but I saw it and we all were like, we need that for some sort of event this summer. Or something. Because it had like little fans in there and it was two story. Oh, that's So, me. like, I don't even know. I wanted I to get in there. Seen that. Me neither. It's by the pool in Piedmont. Hmm. But, anyways, um, we had a great time. Mother's Day, 
Went to church. Amazing message. Talk about bag lady. Like, I got to release a whole lot of stuff oh. at church. Like, I definitely, like, went called to the altar. Like, oh, my God. Released. It was That's good. so good. I'm so It was jealous. so good. It was about, like, oh, my gosh. The quote I put up was, um, the servant is more important than the service. Mm. And it was about, like, people who focus on all the things being done right when really God is only focusing on us. It was girl. It was good. I, I like it. that. I'm on girl. I'm, I got to go back and recap. On it that was one. so good, and I felt such a relief after that. And then um, we went to breakfast, and then I just chilled the rest of the day. So that was cool. That is so good. What y'all do? I missed it because we went to church with, um, with your to my family church. Uh-huh. You know, with my mama, um, and that was so much fun. My cousins were there, and of course, I got to be with my mommy. Mm. Um, we and, all were slaying on Mother's Day. It was oh, like, I, didn't, I need to see so what sweet. that dress looks like. I oh, need, girl. I need to see if I can fit myself in there. Mm. This tiny little waist. Bring it on in. <laughs> Bring it on in. Yes, I was like, I t- never mind. Okay, this is mommy's. I can say this. I told my mama, I mean my husband, I said, I'm trying to look like a MILF. Not a... <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to be opposite. Not a, not a homely mother. I'm mm. trying to look like a... You know, y'all know what MILF stands for if you right. don't look it up. So, um, that's why... A I cool to... mom. That's right. Cool that's mom. what I wanted to hit look like. A hit mom. <laughs> um, so, um, I'll post a pic. I know I talked about posting pics. You were so cute. Sharifa wouldn't let me post pics of my knee. It's healing, y'all. Just in it case y'all so disgusting right now. I just hate it <laughs> sitting here in this room with me. I pulled I my pants down. leg up just why? so you see it. Why do you want to torment me with I these? wanted you to see it healing. That reminds me of the time my dad used to make us fall down on purpose and put our hands down so we wouldn't scrape our knees. <laughs> my dad had all So girls. y'all used to practice falling? Yes, he had all daughters, and he was like, that is horrible to have your knees scraped up. You, Your hands should be scraped up before your knees. So he used to make us practice. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I think that's a little bit, like, we would call defense right now. He in would make day, us. In but this day and age. I believe that that was my first glimpse of volleyball, because we used to, we, like, practice sprawling onto the floor all the time. I was always really good at it, but I think it was my mm-hmm. dad who trained mm-hmm. me. Defense. Early. And defense, bro. Pushing y'all down. That's defense. He was like, why are y'all scraping your knees like this? Man, That's not cute. <laughs> Girls don't need to have knees scraped up. I know. I'm so upset about mine. Like, I keep asking. You will not be able to wear a pencil skirt. I keep asking my That's husband disgusting. every day. I keep asking. I'm about to push you out of this chair. <laughs> I keep asking my husband every day, can I start putting cocoa butter on it yet? And he's no, like, not yet. It's not, not even yet. like, it still hasn't even crusted and fallen off. It has crusted and fallen off. So gross. So back to my Mother's Day, you mean friends. <laughs> the friends like you, who needs enemies? I'm sure I heard that on a TV show one day. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we, I, my idea was for my husband and my dad, daddy to cook on the grill for us right okay for mother's day well they were tired okay cool so my second idea was well let's just order longhorns to go mm. okay daddy 
for some reason, wanted to go in the restaurant. Ugh. So I call, and you know it's a two and a half hour wait. Mm. And I was like, it's a two and a half hour wait. And he's like, no, 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 we don't want to do that. We don't want to wait. And I'm like, girl, my first idea was to order it to go anyway. Tuesday like, is it? What are we doing here? For real? I did think that for a second, but mm. me being the coordinator of the family, we've had this discussion before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew I had to take charge of the situation. Oh. So my husband starts getting grumpy suddenly, and I'm like, it's not me. I don't have a problem with waiting, but I don't want to waste time. I would rather much, much rather chill, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mother's Day to me is chill day. Like, right. not going around, running around with like a chicken with mm-hmm. our heads cause mm-hmm. cut off because we do that so much already. Right. So. Well, Cracker Barrel wait was like an hour and a half. See? So, by the time we were done eating, I was literally like, I need to go home. I need to go home. Absolutely. I need to chill. Go in Sunday mode. I was getting, I was getting, you know, my How Sunday many mode. of y'all go in Sunday mode? We definitely, we learned that about each other. Mm-hmm. We do go into Sunday mode because it's like, oh God, oh God, we only have like eight hours, eight hours until we have to go right. to work. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we got to get ready. So. Um, all the things. All the things. Since, you know, the quote is that, um, someone quoted it, I don't remember who, but for, for Christians specifically, Sunday is one of the most stressful days of the week. That is so sad. It is. But it's because, I, I get it. All My the husband things. and I had, I had to come to an understanding about why he likes, he put it like this, he protects his Sunday. Yeah, and we do too. Um, my, my family, I'm a church family my daddy's a preacher mm-hmm. and they love doing double services and we always felt the pressure of coming to double service mm-hmm. so it would become it and this only you know special occasions but still it still became a day of our day is gone mm-hmm. and it's the last day before we have to start our busy week right so um he just really like we had to really come to an understanding that he protects his Sundays, and I had to finally start respecting that because I didn't get it because it was just a part of the the drill for me. Right, but, and even with our Sunday dinners that my family likes to do, I'm like, it needs to be early. I can't right. have Sunday dinner at seven. Oh no, because that my mind, I won't enjoy it. You I feel like have an duty. attitude. Mm-hmm. Right, I have a problem, and we were serving. Also, we finally after five years stepped down from serving mm-hmm. on Sundays, and we felt a lot of freedom in that. And I'm, I'm like, ooh, yeah, we because that. and that's what the pastor talked about too was. Are you serving out of gratitude or are you serving out to check that off your list? Yep. And so I was like, thank you, Jesus, that I actually, like, it was Received revealed it. to us mm-hmm. before, you know, it was too late that we just needed to to take that time and use our Sundays. Well, we Joyce to. Meyer talked about that. Mm-hmm. Busy, 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 busy. I'll never forget that sermon. And I had to really finally step back and say, why? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing all of this? Like, yeah. is it re- again? Is it a check? It, am I trying to be busy just to say I'm being busy? Am I trying to show my loyalty to God through these works? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I'm trying to talk one of my friends. I'm like, back, honey, please don't go through what I went through. Yeah. Like, understand your limits within the church too, because mm-hmm. again, they'll wear out those. Little faithful ten percent, yeah, and you will end up being. And there is no, out. you are not going to go to heaven. No, nope. just because you did so nope. many things. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So once me and uh, world famous decided that it was more of a chore than it was 
a service because right. we were actually we were serving the kids ministry that our kids weren't even in at that point because right. they've grown through it five mm-hmm. years they've grown through that and they're up in this other section where they're being fed you know really well but mm-hmm. we were like okay so you know not that it wasn't gratifying to us because we love seeing little babies and them growing up but it was just kind of like okay next season it's a new season mm-hmm. absolutely so, so, on Mother's Day, sorry, we did go on a Mother's Day oh, rant yeah. just then. But yeah. it's okay, because all of that is mommy. It ties into being mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we ended up, my husband goes, in his frustration, I bet there's not a line at Wendy's. Mm. I said, you're right. There's not a line at Wendy's. I said, but, I said, what if we just go get some doggone fried chicken from Publix or Kentucky fried chicken, yeah. bring in some sides, and ride out. Yeah. So, that's really what we did. Oh, and it was so low maintenance. Okay. You could throw away the stuff. Girl, yeah, we chilled. It was so good. We had a good little family discussion sitting around the table. Mm. It was nice. So, like, to me, Mother's Day is definitely chilling out. Yeah. Chilling out. And my birthday always comes on Mother's Day weekend, but we'll talk about that later. Yay, the birthday. Um, But, yeah, so Mother's Day, great. I love, you know, there's that new phase of people who want to... Just be away, like not be with their family on Mother's yeah. Day, and yeah. I kind of, I kind of might be one of those people. I'm not sure. Well, that was my request last year. Mm-hmm. I said, please just go somewhere. I said, right. I don't care. Like, just give me some time in my house by myself, right? Because I never have time in my house by myself. Right. Like that's special, right? That's so sad, but that's special just to sit down, yeah, and hear yeah. that. And watch what you want Silence. or not watch what you want or listen to some podcasts yeah. and you don't have to like, you know, be interrupted. Some people are cussing on their podcast, <laughs> not us, but some people are cussing on their podcast and you just want to be able to hear that and just be like in your own element. Just right. Be Without you. being. Yes. So I'm with you on that. That's I, I requested that last year. I almost want to have a staycation by myself at some point. Is, would that be a bad request? No, but to go I, away. No, but can I come? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Then that's like come? a girl weekend. I know. I don't know. We can meet you. Maybe. Hopefully, world famous isn't listening. Right. Well, he does. Whatever. Whatever. He'll want to go on Okay. So speaking of okay, remember when we did the podcast on the road trip with our husbands about I eighty five? Yeah. That was not too long ago. It wasn't. Well, apparently, they have fixed that thing so quick. I don't understand how fast they did it. I mean, I'm thinking about regular road work on 20, honey. Just the regular maintenance. And that junk takes months and months and months. They did this in two weeks. (laughs) It felt like they fixed that. Well, Interstate in two weeks. It's open. Well, what about they were waiting in line to get on it? Yeah, people weren't ready. <laughs> like it was a grand opening. You know how Atlanta <laughs> is. We, <laughs> we won't see somebody else first, and then maybe we'll do it. It was a big old line. I said, Lord, I didn't know this was a special occasion. Hilarious. Right. Everything is an event in our city. An event, honey. Like, just, just, <laughs> you know, we're going to bring out the red carpet for 85, child. <laughs> is gonna be well it'll be better like i was talking to someone who has a commute to sandy springs mm-hmm. so i'm thinking like their commute is gonna be better now that 85 is open so was it better bad. before it is horrible like, what's the difference it's, it's just gonna go back to what it was bad oh. <laughs> 
boys bad. They better stay on Marta, honey. You know some people mm. that, that thought they were too good for Marta have been all up on Marta. Well, 85 is reopened. Congratulations, Atlanta. You have done Yay. an amazing job. And because the world has been looking at this, <laughs> I think that they've crossed all their T's and dotted all their I's. So be safe yes. to drive on I-85 North, which... We will be going up there this weekend for your birthday. Yay. So we get to go on 85 on that chunk. Well, y'all pray for us because we don't want to <laughs> fall through. We do not want to fall through. I'm sure that joker is reinforced like crazy. It better. And that crackhead better not come back. Better not. <laughs> that pretend crackhead. I still think that's an elephant in the room. Oh, my go God. There. We might have to, like, move on to teacher talk. Yeah, we did. That was... That was a good thing. That was fix. so much fun. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a long time. That was so much fun. I know, I do. I don't know. We were together for Cinco de Mayo, but... I mean, and we... That was hilarious. We were together. Cinco de Mayo was a great time. It was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a great friend fix. And then I had another one since then that was so much fun. It Escape the room. It could have been better. Teacher talk. Teacher talk. Teacher talk. Teacher talk. There is an elephant in the room in the education, in the world of education. So we're about to bump it up into there. We're going to, yeah, we're going straight on in there. (laughs) Straight in. I mean, okay. It's the time of the year where a couple of things, a lot of things are happening. So much. People are changing schools. Mm -hmm. People are, you know, teacher of the year. They're being announced um, in various schools across the nation right now. So my question about teacher of the year. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have to talk about myself first. So, Tell me. I have been nominated twice for Teacher of the Year. Uh-huh. One time where I was like, I know I was on point that year. Mm-hmm. Another time, I was the worst teacher ever. In like, your, it was in your opinion. In my opinion, though. it was like I was not crossing my T's out of my eyes. But see, let me just say this as an administrator, you know, mm-hmm. we always go back and forth in this banter. Yeah. Um, they told me. <laughs> they they told who me, is they they them folks okay no my my administrators who were over me as a teacher told me don't be surprised when I become an administrator and go into people's classrooms yeah and they're not doing the things that I was doing that I thought was what, what everybody else was doing right so even in your worst you're probably still doing better than the most or the in world. my worst like who is judging my performance to nominate me for teacher of the year ooh, because oh. Teachers nominate other teachers for Teacher of the Year, oh. but you've never been in my class. That is my question about Teacher of the Year, honey, because I'm just like, is it real or rigged? Yeah. And I'm just being honest. And I'm not trying to listen. If you are an educator, mm-hmm. I am definitely not taking any credit from you because I was very honored when I was nominated mm-hmm. as Teacher of the Year. Right. Also. Right. So. Not taking any credit from you. Mm-mm. But is it real or rigged? Because in our building, I know one of my builders. I've been in a lot, so you don't know which building this is. I've been in a bunch <laughs> of buildings, honey. Right. Um. So in one of the buildings that I was in, I remember departments coming together, mm. pulling their votes together to right. nominate the same person so that somebody from their department got teacher of the year. Right. And you're right. None of them had ever been in in each other's classrooms. Right. And when I was nominated uh, four years ago and then last year, see, the science department, we aren't those people to, to like, get together, together politic. get politics. We don't. We mm-hmm. don't. We don't politic for positions. 
And I feel like that's the reason why a lot of like science gets in like ignored when it comes to that because I do feel like maybe that's going. I wouldn't know because I'm not even in that depart in those departments. But I feel like if you share a building, and I mean buildings like in science, you know, history and social studies in the same building, science and math in the same building. Absolutely, we're like whatever. If we get it, that's great. It's that prom right. queen thing. Right. Oh, it is absolutely prom queen. And I love, I mean, the people who beat me for, <laughs> who beat me, the people who won for teacher of the year on both years were great candidates. Absolutely. Like, I respect them as teachers and I think they're great. Mine too. But I just wonder if I would have joined a couple of departments and told them to vote for me, if that would have made a difference. I'm telling you that happens. I'm telling you that, and that absolutely to me, happens. I, I, and even students have told me, when do we get to vote? Okay, so that's my question. I want to know, should it be based on student votes? Because they know the truth. Okay. I'm telling you, my first year as an administrator, Lord, I already mentioned this student that I love uh, who's at Auburn University. <laughs> uh, he he was, I was literally in a classroom doing an observation. Mm-hmm. This joker is whispering to me across the room, he don't be teaching. And I'm like, Dontavious, <laughs> if you don't stop that, like, I'm looking at him like giving him the cut it off signal. Again, I taught this baby in seventh grade. I moved up to high school with him when he was like a sophomore. Oh. So he's giving me all these signals and he is a very smart individual. Mm-hmm. I think he was uh, qualified as gifted. gifted okay. So he was absolutely just like this baby genius. He was that smart that got on your nerves smart because mm-hmm. he's going to question everything you yeah. So um, he's looking at me, giving me all these signals and cues about how this man is not really teaching him. And I'm like, I pulled him to the side and I'm like, if you need to talk to me about something, you mm-hmm. need to come to my office. Mm-hmm. We do not need to do it in the middle of this doggone classroom right. to see you doing this evaluation. So I say all that to say mm-hmm. that they abs- they know the real from the fake. Right. They know absolutely who's in it just for a paycheck mm-hmm. and who is there because they sincerely care about them. So right. I pose that question because And my I- and remember I told you about a couple episodes ago, I told you about that class that set me up. <laughs> and oh, yeah, I got a bad yeah. observation. Well, since then they have been trying to prove to administration oh. that I'm a great teacher See? because I shared with them like your behavior made it look like I didn't know what I was doing. So every yeah. time they're doing something great where they feel like they're learning, they're like, please put this on camera and send it to your administrator because I want him to know that we actually are learning stuff in here. Right. So I feel like students are might be, but then also they're just teens. They don't but know. I, I I don't. I'm sorry. They're in your classrooms though. True. So they can compare and contrast from a teacher from teacher to teacher, right? From teacher to teacher. And basically. we never go in each other's classes. You don't unless you're doing some type of peer observations that your administration has set up for you. So it really. I, and I then think, guess what? Guess what? The administration's gonna set you up to go into the classrooms that are already that are excellent. They're not gonna mm-hmm. send you into bad classrooms, right? So still. Um, it's like the administration is picking who the best ones are. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I guess kind of, I mean, if we're really thinking about this full circle, maybe perhaps an admin should be the ones that nominate the teachers of the year because maybe. we are the ones that have been in everybody's classroom. True. Because I've got both times I was nominated by teachers who 
first time she had been around a lot. So she knew me outside of the classroom and like me reaching out and doing leadership stuff. So Mm -hmm. other things. Mm -hmm. The second time, it was just kind of word of mouth. And I definitely believe that he understood what kind of teacher I was because we shared the same students. Oh, gotcha. So he knew what was going on in my class because the students told him about it. So that was something too. But like I said, my worst year and my best year, and I still didn't win. So it's like, whatever. I don't even know who nominated me either Mm -hmm. of those years. So like, you know, exactly. You can identify who nominated you. I can't. I have no clue. Right. Which is kind of sweet. Yeah, I like that. But I don't know. I think it's, I kind of, in my heart, feel like it should be based on students only because for instance, today, like sometimes you have those teachers that tell their students to write a note to their the person in the building that's impacted their lives the yeah. most or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a seven, a sweet seventh grader wrote a note to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm an administrator. And I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, like she has learned something from me. But that letter meant so much to me. Right. So I feel like if mm-hmm. students are doing it, it means so much more to the teacher. Because we're not here for each other. Right. We're here for the students. That's right. Like that's actually the job of a teacher. Um, so, and so also... Funny thing is that the teacher of the year from my school is actually an awesome teacher. Love her to death. Hey, Kim. Love you. (laughs) Um, But she was like, we had honors night last night. And the administrator that acknowledged her really didn't acknowledge. Didn't do her justice. They did not do her justice. Mm -hmm. It was like, she's an art teacher. So she's always painting things. She works the concession stand. And she makes banners for our all-state soccer team. But, like, literally, this woman works. She has done a project-based learning assignment in every single subject area in our school. So, it is amazing. And for me, (laughs) I was like, are you kidding that you're going to ignore the fact that she works her butt off in curriculum? And see, that's the thing. Is it popularity or these things that don't really matter? I mean, that make someone put your name on the ballot. Well, yeah. I mean, again, we go back to the fact that people don't really know what you're doing in your classroom. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you can pretend as if you're doing so much and have a a lot of talk, a big talk and a big game and a big Mm -hmm. show. I've experienced that where teachers have big game, big show mm-hmm. in front of people. Then you go in and there's nothing that they've said right inside their classrooms. Or you could have a great, great class. And one day the administrator comes in and it sucks. I know. Then it's like, all of a sudden you're not a good teacher when no. the students well, can. not from my perspective. <laughs> right. So the students can testify that. This was just not a good day on everyone's part. So that whole snapshot of what goes on in the classroom. Girl, so, you can't see it in 10 to 15 minutes. No. It's gonna be honest there's with you. no way. So I don't know. That's up to, for debate. If you are an educator, I would love to hear what your opinion is. Do yeah. you think it's real or rigged? Congratulations, you Kim. You're awesome. You go, girl. I know I you're a know great you, art you go, teacher. <laughs> for you to do that in all content areas, that is pretty doggone amazing. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. Um... So, let us know what y'all think. Is it real or rigged? Mm -hmm. I mean, just based on what your um, experiences are. Or is it a popularity contest? Right. Is it a popularity contest? Should it be done by students? Um, Oh, another teacher brought up to me that when when students talk about another teacher, then that influences their vote. hmm. So... A fellow physics teacher of mine said, I know exactly how the students feel about you in environmental science. Mm -hmm. 
because they talk about me to him. And he said, that's what makes him want to vote yes or no. But so, that's not a lot of people's idea. Right. It's you know like, I mean? have, yeah, have I received make... emails from you? Right. Or have I, you know, heard your name? Do, do, do I, I know like who you, you are? Period. Do I like you? That's all it is. Do yeah. I like you? Do I like hanging out with you on the weekends? And that's not appropriate, you know. So my next question is, is it even worth it? Because I remember my friend, mm. um, and she was an excellent teacher. I was so proud of her because I got to tell her to, watch, to listen to the cast, um, the podcast. But um, I remember fighting for her just to be recognized because I felt like people didn't recognize her mm-hmm. and, and the great things that she does. Because in the one of the old schools that I, and even in the school that I'm in now. Um, if you're a gifted teacher, mm-hmm. you get acknowledged very quickly. Absolutely. If you're not a gifted teacher mm-hmm. or an AP teacher, then you don't get acknowledged. Right. And I saw this um, these amazing lessons that this teacher was doing in her class. Miss Holly, woo woo, love you, miss <laughs> you. Um, she was doing some amazing things, and she found she got teacher of the year, and I was so proud because I had been like mentioning her name to the mm-hmm. um, administration that had been there prior to me coming to the high school, right? Um, so much I just was trying to bring the, bring her to their attention, and they knew she was a good teacher, but then they really, really started paying attention and saw how amazing she was. Mm-hmm. But um, I just remember all the stress that she went through preparing, and my other friend. Miss um, Ponder, she was also, she had to go through the same thing. And I'm just watching all this extra work. Like, you have worked yourself to the bone trying to engage your students and give them meaningful lessons. Right. And now you have to to teach in front of this big committee. And mm-hmm. then you have to write this long dissertation about why, what you're doing in your classroom and your philosophy and why right. you should get teacher. So, all the things that you had already done to prove that you were even worthy, now you have to prove it again to right. a whole group of strangers. And we actually know the, the Georgia. Georgia Teacher of the Year mm-hmm. is a relative of yours and a yes. friend of mine. Yes. Um, Casey a relative, a relative of mine. A relative Let's of yours. Sure that one more time. And relative. a friend, friend of mine. Only, only friend. <laughs> relative here. Mr. Casey Bethel. In our, in our blood. <laughs> which he is in science. And so we definitely, all over the state, are so excited about Casey. Yes. yes. So, Casey, go ahead and share this podcast because we know your teacher friends love you. Yes. You're so inspiring. He is. And he's the teacher of the year of in Georgia. Georgia, the state of Georgia. It's a yes. big deal. Such it a big deal. Huge, and he's huge deal. well deserving. Really I don't know is. if that's even a popularity contest because no, uh, uh-uh. uh, that Joker, like that was real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like teach kids. If you ask any kid that he's had, if mm-hmm. you ask any of his colleagues, um, his administrators, it is just it's hands down all across yeah. the board. So yeah. that was not one of those. And he's so ones. inspiring to hear to speak. He I, really I, like, is. I can't believe some of the things that I've, I've heard. And then my sister, who's also an educator, has heard him live. Yeah. And she is such a fan. Like, cool. she's like, you know who he is? And, and I'm like, yeah. So happy. Girl, I was at his house on Sunday. Oh, whatever. Don't be throwing it out like that now. <laughs> or Saturday or something. It was Saturday. Anyways, awesome. We I appreciate, you know, teachers who are able to step out of the classroom and share what they have as, you know, teacher of the year or Georgia teacher of the year. And influencing kids. His whole MO is to influence children in a positive manner. And that's all. It's not about the politics. It's just his heart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that's what a real teacher of the year is. It's just their heart to influence kids. 
This is Dr. Melissa Nolan Tetzer, Director of Operations for Black Educators Rock Inc. And we are so honored and privileged and excited about our partnership with those awesome ladies, Sweet Tea and Sunshine. And we're excited about the live podcast that are going to be going on at the conference July 13th through 16th this summer in Orlando, Florida at Sheraton Lake Buena Vista. If you guys want more information about either one of those, please contact us at www.rockconference.org. That's www.rockconference.org. Thank you, Sweet Tea and Sunshine, and we can't wait to see you in the sunshine state of Florida. And I just can't wait to meet some more of those teachers this summer at the Black Educators Rock Convention in July. I can't wait. Um, And I just know it's going to be a great experience. And I, I, I look forward to maybe some of our teacher friends being able to speak there because I know know that um, Dr. Melissa um, Nolan Chester actually talked about how to be able to speak maybe or hold a workshop during one of those events. Yeah, they are definitely looking for speakers. Yeah. Um, So remember, if you're interested, you need to hit us up on the the page Mm -hmm. or on our inbox at Gmail because we do have the opportunity to push your name forward. Yeah. That's so cool. I do have a question, though. For mm-hmm. anybody that's listening that is not in the educator world, how do y'all not acknowledge people who are super successful in your industry? Whatever that industry mm-hmm. is. Like, what do you do? Do y'all have banquets? Do y'all have award ceremonies? Do you get some type of bonus? Like, what do you guys do to right. acknowledge? Like, we do Teacher of the Year for the, the excellent teachers and the standout teachers mm-hmm. in our buildings and our systems. But what do you guys do? I would love to hear on, um, just hit us up on Facebook or Instagram and let us know what your, um, the process is. Yeah, what the process is. Is it like popularity? Is it based on some sort of rubric? Or is it sales? Is it numbers? Is it data driven? What is it? I mean, right. You know, we can always learn from other industries also. So the other part of teacher talk that I really want to talk about is and this is such a past I'm just kind of nervous about where it's going to go. Me too. Because when you're a teacher, you really hopefully you are there for a reason. Um so the question is is education setting kids up for failure? Wow. <sighs> and this is so heavy. It I don't is so heavy. Y'all, this is I I mean for for mm. friend fits, we got y'all all excited and laughing but this is not a laughing mat- matter because as educators, we really do have a huge, huge, huge impact on the future of children. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether that's as a classroom teacher, right? whether that's as an administrator, we have a huge impact. Do you want to tell the story that um, World Famous experienced? Um, yeah, so basically, um, my husband is also an educator and he's a 15 year vet in education. So he teaches physical science, physical education and health. So he basically was saying that there's a boy who he was trying to get to the point of graduation a couple months before his brother got suspended for fighting. Then, uh, Two weeks before they were supposed to confirm that he was graduating, he was suspended for fighting as well. And 
basically he's not going to be able to graduate. So three point. days before mm-hmm. they were about to announce gradu- the graduates. Yeah. Three days before he has a 98% in this class that your husband In teaches. personal fitness and health. Mm-hmm. And has a 98%. He's good to go. Three days. Three. I mean, y'all, I used to be a graduation coach at a high school. So mm-hmm. this is really hitting hitting me hard. Um, three days before he is to be announced as a graduate, he is suspended. Before fighting. Mm-hmm. And so he's dropped from school and removed from school. And he has to re-enroll in um, the virtual academy. which so for all of the classes from this semester, right? For all of his classes. So he has to go online. And, and World Famous actually teaches that same course online, which I'm also an online educator in that same district. So... He basically has to take the class that he had a 94 in, in it's person. 98. 98 in person. So almost 100. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That just means so much. It's not right. like the baby is barely right. passing. Clearly passing. Mm-hmm. So he has to start over online in a course that's probably... Online is way more difficult it's than so much harder in now. person. Yeah. So he has 98 in person. He has to re-enroll. And then he's not going to graduate at this um, this May graduation He's going to have to do summer school, six weeks more online to graduate in this. So, um, there's two ways I can think of it. Because teaching seniors, I've had the chance to teach seniors who aren't all AP. And it is a mixed bag of tricks for me. So, maybe Mm -hmm. you want to talk about it first. Because I may have some other feelings about that whole situation. And setting kids up for success or setting them up for failure? Of course, we can always say that the kid has the opportunity to make those decisions and the kid has to be responsible for what he or she has done. But I think what makes me the most uncomfortable about this particular situation Mm -hmm. is that I was a graduation coach and an administrator at a high school. Mm -hmm. And we had thorough conversations about different things. I just feel like in my heart of hearts, given the history and the past that we've had, my my head principal and myself in discussing the destiny and fate of various children Mm -hmm. that dealt with various issues in our building, I just know that realistically the administration has to last say so. Mm-hmm. So we're three days out. Child gets suspended. I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that me and my principal would have had a conversation. And that baby, may, the consequence may have been that he couldn't walk, but he would have gotten his di- diploma. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do feel like in that instance, that's extreme. Right. For you to be three days away. Well, that's just a consequence. He has, he, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. I cannot receive the criticism of a child because at the end of the day, that's still a child. Yes. He is about to be an adult. Right. And, and a lot of us were fortunate enough to have families that, that coached us and mentored us through Mm -hmm. or people in our lives that helped us not make those decisions. But let's look at the flip side. If this boy does not graduate 
he's going to go to Chicago, one of the most, you know, crime-infested, gang-infested areas. And it breaks my heart to the core to know that that's his option. Right. Don't graduate, and now you go to this situation where they're just not a lot of options. Right. And as a high school teacher, I would love to speak on behalf of the high school teachers with the heart and know that that is our worst nightmare to to have a student get to the point of graduation and not be able to graduate, especially if their grade is high. Not now, high. I've had situations where students have not had a very high of GPA course. and I have lost sleep mm-hmm. over knowing if I'm the only one that determines their future and they haven't done what they need to do, I literally have not slept for a week because there's been kids who just can't, they have not met the basic expectation Mm -hmm. to graduate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then you look at life versus some tests and some worksheets. You know, these dudes are dealing real life stuff and all they need to do is graduate. So that's the dilemma too. It's like, you know, how far are we going to enable them right. to be able to get to this point if they haven't even proven what they have? Because that's going to catch up to them in Absolutely. the real world, you know? And I do know that there are situations where teachers in the, at the middle school level and sometimes at the high school level who just pass kids along, mm-hmm. I don't believe in that either. Right. I sincerely believe that if you're going to help them, they have to prove something. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you don't hand them a grade. Because, like you just said, that doesn't... It's going to catch up with them eventually. Right. But my philosophy is, if there is something that you can do mm-hmm. that will prove that they have put in the work, the time, the effort. I had mm-hmm. a teacher... And I supported him. I called the parents. I let the kid know. I helped him communicate it. Mm-hmm. I had a teacher that with a high school social studies teacher. Mm-hmm. Lord, he was a hard joker too, boy. He would make those boogers show up at that school at 5 a.m. to mm-hmm. do the extra work. Well, And I was for it. I'm like, absolutely. There has to be some type of consequence mm-hmm. to the lack of work ethic yeah. and effort Right. Prior to this point, you want to graduate, you'll have your tail up there for two weeks at 5 a.m. Right. And this today, this actually happened in the classroom. There was a student who had a big project due. I make them do a humongous project at the end of the semester. They've been working on all semester. And last week he walked in the class, realized it was his day to present and left because he didn't have it. Mm. Week later shows up. So I'm like a week later. A week later, because so he did not come the entire week. He's a senior, has an 85 in the class. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is a 200 point assignment. You know, this is what you need to graduate. Mm-hmm. So you don't show up for the rest of the week. So he came today, <laughs> and of course, I'm like, come up here. Let me talk to you because he's not going to come mm-hmm. to me by himself. He's just sneaking around in the back. Looking, right, right, right. Hoping I don't see him. Trying to avoid you. So I'm like, what's the deal? He said, I didn't have my project. I said, are you graduating? I hope so. I said, well, what is it? I got it for you now. So to me, I'm like, this is a direct disrespect. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that 
If I zeroed out that assignment, that boy would not be passing the right. class. No, zero skill kids. Yes. And beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know he will pass the final. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do we really want to go there where it's almost passing the class or maybe not passing? Or do I just want to accept this late, miss the whole week situation? And then the thing that crushed my heart was he said, my home situation hasn't been good. So then, of course, I'm calling out the class like what's been going on. He's like, yeah. I have, I've been homeless for the last week. So of, and that's a real issue. It's real. It's like real, it's not made up. Real there time so, issues. There are so many of these kids. It's like this boy's not caring about environmental no. science when he doesn't have a home. Listen, <laughs> Sharifa, there are so many kids that have gone through so much more than we have as adults. Right. And I it it breaks my heart that some teachers act as if that's nothing and so i'm like <laughs> so i'm like so look without saying his name i'm like so you what what so to me what it's like want? the grade doesn't even matter at this point at this are point. you okay are you in a safe place are you able to like eat you know what i mean so many other yeah, things absolutely. besides me and my nerdy science at this point so he's like i have this powerpoint can i just send it to you and my answer is yes. Just send it to me. So here's the question I'm going to just throw out there. And this can be in any type of setting career. How do we keep our egos in check? Because at some point, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like with teachers, it's an ego thing. Yeah. It's not about the kid. It's not. It's about winning. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think that's immature too. Right. Um, it's petty. It's super petty. It is. It's, it's, somebody has to be the adult. Somebody has to be the person to be able to. Because with all those fails, if he has the information, if it's a week late, if it doesn't come on the time where his slot was placed, Absolutely. that's a me thing. But the dude is telling me he was homeless for the last week. And I believe it was true. Even if it wasn't true, like at what point a student with an 85%. Absolutely. And he's already passed his midterm. Absolutely. Like, I know he's going to pass his final. Who am I to say, no, 69 or 68, and you're not going to graduate? And you're not, you're not going, just, I need you to hear the weight of those words. Yeah. And you're not going to graduate. I'm going to use my power as an educator to hurt you. That's basically what those words have said. Yeah. I can't. I'm telling you, I can get the tears on it. But on the other hand, I told you about the boy. But I'm telling you, that's an 85. Like I'm an 85. About, if yeah. you are capable, and I know you're capable, you have proven to me over and over again. Yes. There is no reason why I would hold you back. Now, for them other ones, I got other ones. There are other ones. Who, you know, whatever it is, can't get it quite together. And you have a 42, you have a 52. All that, I'm like, I'm sorry. You have not proven to me that you know anything. Regardless of your circumstances, I understand that. But when you're here, you kind of need to be here. Like yeah. that is, that's, that's, that's me. But if you got it like that and you know it and times happen or whatever, I should be able to, I'm confident that you know enough to be able to go into the world. In right. my little science world. Right. But dude, I'm not signing off on you with a 20. 
No, and they're going to bump no. you up 50 points so you Clearly can graduate. Not. Clearly like, not. Sorry. No. Try again. Absolutely. You know, that's a disrespect to even my education. And I've been watching you and you have not been performing. You have not even cared about anything about this class. And that's a lesson, too, because sometimes these students are going through so much at home. They may need to take an extra year. Start over again when you're not, you know. Absolutely. But if we're wrapping, if we're looping back around to world famous situation, yeah, that breaks my heart because he already proved that he knows he what he needs to know. It. And yes, he got into trouble. <sighs> Kids make mistakes. Yeah, adults make mistakes. Girl, I got right? a story for that. Adults definitely make mistakes. And as an administrator, I can say that we definitely have grace on the adults in our building mm -hmm. when they don't turn things in on time and we yeah. ask for it over and over and over. And it just, I don't know, as my grandma used to say, Lord, another Southern saying, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm -hmm. If you expect me to have grace on you, why can't you bestow grace on these children? Right. Wow. Okay, so... That was our teacher talk. We made it through it, girl. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I teared up about three times. It's but hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Especially when you're in it for the real reasons. When you're Absolutely. not in it for those reasons, it's like, I don't care, whatever. They're not going to graduate. Ha, ha, ha. And I know people ha, ha, like ha. that. Yep. And I'm like, ooh, I can't. I could never be that person. I, I lose either. sleep over being that person if it ever would happen. Luckily, it has never happened with me. We've been able to work it out, and those kids perform because I expect for them to to rise to greatness. Like that's right. That's just the expectation, and they will too. So Thank you, girl. we made it through that. Oof. I can't. I mean, you guys. That is such a heavy topic. But if you have a strong opinion about it, one way or the other, even if you disagree with us, please feel free. To um, chime in, mm -hmm. let us know because it just helps fuel our conversation. So, moving into our sweet tea sweet, segment, sweet tea. I need some sweet tea after that, girl. That made me sad. Yes, I got my spirit heavy. Lord. Um, we gotta raise up, rise up. That's what y'all say, right? Rise up. Who is y'all? <laughs> what are you talking about? You Falcon fan? Oh, girl. Oh, I can't wait till the season comes. Well. Um, I have some sweet tea. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, last week, and it's funny you mentioned that teachers who teach AP or honors always get recognized, and mm -hmm. this is true. So at our school, we have something called the Sensational Senior Awards, where the top 25 seniors recognize two teachers that influence them in their life. Yes. So I was able to receive three awards from three different individuals. How many three. You go, girl. And they were from three really awesome girls who are doing amazing things in their lives. And, you know, I feel like it is important to recognize teachers that have brought you along the way. And, I mean, I honestly felt like I didn't know who was going to recognize me because, I mean, this has been maybe the sixth year of being recognized. because I, And it's always a good feeling because you it feel is. like... Wow, you know, you thought mm -hmm. of me. You didn't have to think of me. You could have mm -hmm. thought of your mom. You could have thought of, you know, they pull back people from kindergarten. Absolutely. Just everybody. And so this year was the funniest year of all. They they talked about all kind of crazy experiences. And um, it was kind of like a closed chapter because that was the last year that I've taught honors biology. Mm. So 
literally I'll teach honors biology and then by the time they're seniors, I'll teach them again. So that was the last year I taught honors biology. So I won't have that connection with any more students. So it'll be it'll be interesting for the years to come to see if I even get nominated because just, that makes me sad. I'm gonna tell you, I have a little bit of an opinion about that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, from high school administrators' perspective, um, that really breaks my heart. And we had a lot of discussions about that in my building because, not to take credit from your super smart babies, mm-hmm. but to be honest with you. Pop Pop is a more difficult student to pull stuff out of. Right. And for you to be successful in that classroom. Right. That's not an AP classroom. Right. Speaks more volume to the type of educator you are. Right. Because the people that are in AP classes, the majority of the people in AP classes are Mm self-motivated and they're going to, they like school. They're going to learn. They they want to on their own. So... So they and they don't recognize and you know top twenty five those are going to be AP students. Absolutely, so teachers time. that aren't AP or honors won't ever really get recognized. So I'm like, like oh okay, I may not ever get recognized I don't again like it. because I don't like it. Pop Pop won't be of the top, top twenty five. I don't like that, but you are pulling out of him some things that are not not normal. Absolutely. But I can say with these group of students, like they literally allowed me to go further with them than I ever had with any class. So So with without teaching a with the classes that I have now who aren't AP or honors, you can only go so far and it's more social. With them it's like deeper, way deeper in content and way deeper than like literally the three girls that chose me are choosing careers in the field that I taught. That's cool. So that's totally different than me making sure that you're a good person. So it's two different avenues. It's, it is. It's your trajectory my, versus who you are as a person. I guess my argument is I feel like teachers, both of those sets of teachers are valuable. Oh, absolutely. So I feel like that there should be something in place to mm-hmm. acknowledge those teachers who aren't teaching the AP kids as well. And our basketball team does a teacher appreciation <laughs> night where all the athletes on the basketball team, girls and boys, get to acknowledge a teacher. And that's a different crowd because all of our basketball players aren't AP students. So you get a broad amount. But I do. I, I've always said that there needs to be you know, there's the AP and then there's the non-weighted GPAs that they should take take the top 25 of them too. Absolutely. Just to see like what That's so fair. And teachers So we got we got AP kids and athletes. Right. Again, the middle children are being left out. I'm sorry. Don't get me on another rant. And at the same time, like I literally am gonna be in the next four years one of those teachers who aren't didn't have them in honors biology from freshman year. So I'm one of those teachers who aren't I'm I'm probably not gonna be nominated for this in the next four years because Unless they hop up on it. You know what I mean? So it just, it's very interesting to see how the same teacher but your job could is- be recognized as a great teacher versus not a great teacher based on who they teach. Uh, exactly. So by society, by the teachers, students. the students aren't going to recognize students. you. 
and administrators. Yeah. Right. So I don't like that. I'm sorry. That just kind of bugs me a little. Well, both. sweet tea. Thank you for my congratulations for being nominated. But that will probably be my last year. Ah. Uh. That makes me upset. For a couple years, but it's fine. I've had plenty of awards in that area. And basically, when all the teachers go in, it's like, oh, the usual suspects are here. So it's really... You're absolutely tooting your own horn. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, girls. I love you. All three of you. You're amazing. And I appreciate you. And I wish you all success in college because I know you're going to be like world changers. They're going to rock it. Another sweet tea is... Happy birthday to you. My voice is gone. Wow. So it's not as great. (laughs) Happy birthday, Keisha. I don't even know who you sound like. Your birthday was yesterday. Yeah. And I sent you a text and you did not even acknowledge it. Girl, that little weak text. Send you a week, thank you, babe. Shut up. It was so weak. It might as well have been in sweet all Sweet tea, sweet tea. Oh, how we love you. Yes, yes. Happy birthday. You are the sugar to my son. You're amazing, and we love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, happy birthday with gold glitter and all sparkles. sorts of sunshine sparkles and shining things. And light. And light. And lots. And lots of light. We're going to celebrate this weekend. I'm so excited. Yay. It's going to be a friend fix, friend fix, friend fix. We have to keep those in our lives. Yes. So thank What are we going to so do? Much. Are you going to talk about that? Or are you just going to like congratulate yourself? Well, we're going to go to brunch. I can't wait. At an undisclosed location. Yeah, vegetarian food. You can have some potatoes. <laughs> oh. Hash browns. Okay, so I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> And so, then we are going to go to Juju. Jeju Spa. <laughs> Juju on that beat. Juju, Juju on that beat. Jeju Korean Spa. Okay. Yes, we are going and we'll to, tell you all about it later. We will definitely tell you about it later. Um, so that leads up to our trying something new. You know, um, so just recently when I was speaking to you about going to Jeju. You were talking about how you're allergic to massages. I never, I felt like, <laughs> I feel like there's going to be problems if you're deep tissuing on me. Right. Deep tissue is like, girl, I, t- I had this. You masseuse. don't like deep tissue? I don't. I had a masseuse that had like. Was her name brought, Helga? Girl, she might as well have been Helga. <laughs> she, it seemed like it brought her joy to mm. her because she kept asking, does that hurt? Does that hurt? And I'm like, <laughs> Uh, I don't usually like my massages hurt, but you know what? Actually, it does. <laughs> so, you said you ended up with bruises and stuff after one of your massages. Well, yeah. And this is like, I have autoimmunity. I have these other issues that are going on. But I, at the time, I was like, okay, let me get a leg massage from the nail shop. And I had little teeny, like, little purple bruises all like up and down my leg. Like little fingerprints. Little fingerprints. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, heck no. That's not fun. Nothing that is, I mean, I understand a little pain is pleasure, but right. gracious. I and you know, I like, I like pain because I feel like that's doing something. <laughs> like I said about the dentist. But like. <laughs> we didn't talk about that on air. Yes, we did. Did we talk about yes. the dentist on air? Okay. I like it to I hurt. thought that was just me and you. Okay. 
So I feel like, okay, and I have a high tolerance for pain. Like, I literally had a baby without no anything because I was like, okay. So you bragging now? <laughs> my grandmama said, my grandmama said ain't nobody getting no award for that, so. Well, my grandma said she didn't feel anything from the waist down, from the neck down, and she woke up and had a baby in her hands. So I don't know. So what, y'all got like that natural uh, epidural? No. They, that natural epidural running in your family? Girl, they did a southern <laughs> block on her and just numbed everything and then the baby came out and she woke up with the baby in her hands for me that ain't going like I'm sorry I digress that's nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now. we digress so hard but it actually has to do with our spotlight that's coming up so anyways I got this massage for teacher appreciation week and, and so it was something new because something she had new she had decided that she was like against yeah. massages yeah. and I mentioned this about my birthday out and she was like Oh, I don't do massages. Like that? And just like that. Okay. I don't, in your, in your California, I don't do massages. <laughs> I don't do massages. <laughs> Whatever. So I was like, I like the scrub. I will be doing a scrub this weekend. Yes, I don't yes. care to get a massage, but we had teacher appreciation week last and week. And what did you discover? It was and, something new. And I've been coaching volleyball just for the first week. So we'll talk about that later. And so I had tweaked something in my arm. So I went in and I purposely was like, lady, come and do some whatever massage. Work. Get, get to work on Get them shoulder. little fingerprints up in this arm. <laughs> get to work on this shoulder, girl. So, so she went to work and I literally was like, oh, this is what they're talking about. I feel like I want to do some research on pressure points because I feel like she was hitting some pressure points. Girl, did it go down to your toes when she was hitting it? I felt some tingles and I felt some like, ooh, "Ooh, that's a, is that a place? Like it was good. Girl, I love massages, honey. I'm not allergic to massages. So, and she traveled right now. (laughs) You are. I'm getting my own massages. Stop. So this lady said she comes to you. And I was like, I'm sold. Because she was good. That is so neat. How far did she drive? She's like on the east side. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. But the rest of the people that were in the room with me were done. And I looked up and I was still in there. So she took that time on that shoulder. She was like, what did you do on this elbow? Oh, what did you do to this shoulder? And I was like, work it out, girl. It felt so good after that. So I'm sold. Yeah, so you were healed from your... um, your massage allergy. I probably need to just go to this one lady. Like, I feel like only Yeah, her. I'm scared somebody's going to mess it up if you go to somebody different. Yeah, with those little teeny bruise marks on my legs. Yeah. I didn't like that. So that was your something new challenge. Something new and... I don't think we've heard from you guys about what you've been doing this new. I need y'all to let us know. Have you tried, have you stepped out of your comfort zone? Right. And tried something new? Did you get a new lipstick color pop? I love it. I'm telling you, girl. I tell everybody, my lips are my accessories. Now, and I know our friend Adrian commented on Instagram about how our podcast is something new to her. Oh, cool. And so it's like her nightly routine that she listens to us. Oh, that is so neat. I love that. So cute. I was like, okay, Adrian, shout out. Now we are so happy that we get to spend time with you, girl. Yes. And we're going to have her on eventually because we're going to talk about these baths. These bath soaps and yes. soaks and scrubs that she does. You gotta treat yourself. It's port to port. Treat we'll talk yourself. about that. Treat yourself. So hey, Adrian. Um, and so also that brings us into relax, relate, release. <laughs> that wasn't southern. 
Relate. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we, we Relax. Relate. Relate. Say it again. Relax. Relate. Relate. Yeah. We Gilbert on them. There we go. Now, we are heading into summer break. Oh, thank you, Lord. Let me put a disclaimer on to you people. Teachers do not enjoy watching your children on our break. Because that is what we do for a living. So that is not something that we are welcoming. For some reason, people think like, oh, you're off. You want to take my kids? Yeah. And I just feel like. No, I'm done um, with other people's kids. Okay, so you won't let Ansley and Brooklyn come with you guys <laughs> while I am still at work? No. Because I... Hear me? Mm, because I want to, number one, spend time with my own kids. Not Amen, today, that's true. Or ship their butts off to summer camp. Camp! Camp! Free yourself. Is that, <laughs> so is that your option? You like to ship them off? Okay, so okay, let's be honest. Okay, so I definitely spend a lot of time with my girls over the summer. Mm-hmm. Like that is, we are all about sleeping in, mm-hmm. cuddling, watching TV. Mm-hmm. Like that is our routine. Right. So we definitely get a lot of that in. However, as an administrator, I do have to continue working mm. um, after, oh, I just got tired, after um, teachers leave. So, I am going to have to figure out a, a camp or two. <laughs> Don't be looking at me scratching it's my scratching knee. That, that means it's healing. That's what my mama said. Leave it alone. But is he, I'm not on the back Oh, it's so gross. Y'all, it's not. Here I go. What else? We're putting a picture I'm sick of this. We're going to put a picture of the progression Mm-mm. on the podcast. I'm going to do it behind your back. So, um, <laughs> they're going to camps. But I I had to take a lesson from the book of Felicia. Oh. The good book of Felicia. Felicia. Lord, Felicia is my mommy mentor, y'all. Right. We love her. So, all I know is, before my kids were big enough to really like actually go to camps, she would start this fury of vacation Bible school bookings. Tours. <laughs> Tours. So, so in my childhood, all you were supposed to do was go to the vacation Bible school of your own At home your church. Own church. But my friend, sister, <laughs> oh, I love her so much, but she takes, sends her children on a tour of vacation Bible schools. Let me tell you why this is smart. Mm. Vacation Bible School is free, boo. Free. Free. Free so 99. Free 99. So she finds ones that are going on through the day and she like finds like weeks of them. Mm-hmm. So she has the books. <laughs> All of them lined up. Week after week. <laughs> after week. And I'm like, yeah, you just going to anybody's church. Everybody's church. Everyone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for like it is really smart. It's so smart. Right. One, because it's free. Mm-hmm. Two, because it's giving them biblical principles in the meantime. In all sort of ways. Does she go to the Catholic church? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Which is totally fine. I don't think there's but... any limit. <laughs> She's like, girl, Jehovah's Witness. 
She don't care. So funny. Like she starts in like February. <laughs> Tracking them down. She literally in our woman's like wives group, she posts a list of all the VBSs in all of our our in the local counties. And so literally there's a squad that drops their same kids. So the end of the summer, these kids know each other so well because they travel to every BBS. In all of our county, in a couple counties wide, two, three counties wide. But why are we talking about this during Relax, Relax, Release? <laughs> you might be asking yourself. Because you just need a break. You just need a break. Come on, let's be honest. And I literally, I think, mm, I don't think that I've had a summer break yet. I don't put my kids in any VBS. I don't put them right. in anything. I summer school my own children. Like absolutely, I do no child left inside. I do unwalled experiences. Like I, we do swimming. My kids going to Sharifa camp. <laughs> <laughs> this is my time to be like stay at home mom. So I I'm agree, just no, like I agree with you. I'm just like okay. So Missy and Professor, what's up with you? So this is my time to really check in and have that mommy. Baby, well, they're not babies no more. Mommy, kitty time. I think, and I'm getting nervous about it. This may be the first year the professor actually goes away from me. And I feel like, I don't Aww. know. Like, he's going off to middle school. Absolutely. But I just feel like I want to be with him because I'm off. Like, that's a valued amount of time that yeah, I can spend. you need to be, though. You need to be. I think um, going into high school, you're deaf. I mean, high school, middle school. You're definitely trying to give them that little taste of, mm-hmm. okay, baby, this is the growing up period because he's going to go through so many changes. Girl, holler at me when he gets to seventh grade because you're not going to identify him. Oh. Child. You're not going to know him. I'm just going to tell you now with my middle school experience and I just know boys. I don't know it. I feel so worried. I asked him what kind of clothes, because he gets to wear clothes, not a uniform. Right. So I was like, where should we go shopping for your clothes? Girl, he said the Nike store. Yeah. That's what I wanted. I said, well, you know, what else? <laughs> like khakis or Mm-mm. suspenders? or?" Mm-mm. And he was like, no Nike store. I could wear slides. I could wear my shorts. Yep. That's what they wear. I'm not. It's not going to happen. So I'm going to have to buy him some real clothes to wear. He's not going to wear pajamas. He's not going to like you. He's not going to wear pajamas. He's not going to like you. I'm <laughs> telling you, the wardrobe at a middle school is Under Armour, workout <laughs> shirt. <laughs> um, just like basketball pants nope. and slides. Not only just, not only slides, boo. I'm going to need you to go on and throw on some socks with that. Because uh-huh. that's how they're the special, rolling. The cool socks. Yeah. With and he literally, I told world famous i was like tag team like you're it i don't know what these boys i don't know what they're wearing i know bless and but then i was like on the other hand like you're a PE teacher so you're gonna be dressing him in like yep nike shorts nike shorts nike shirts and slides so at some point i'm gonna have to step in and give him some real pants okay i don't know whatever on picture day little shorts on with a button up shirt like cheese and then rip it off yeah i can just I'm imagine i'm unwalled unwalled bless his heart okay so sorry we keep digressing but digress um, so i don't want to send my son to camp but i think he will 
And I'll just me and Missy are gonna have a our own relaxed really release time. Well, away that'll from be him. good, mommy daughter. Yeah. Um How about I, you? I just I do encourage I mean we've made jokes about our friend Felicia, but I do encourage, I do encourage mommies to not feel guilty if they need a week off or yeah. they need a few hours off. Because if we're like the um camp not camp. The vacation Bible school that I'm mm-hmm. going to send my girls to while I'm at work um, is really so my parents will have a break. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only three hours. Oh. So it's not a full day. Um, so it's just, I mean, that little two to three hours can make a difference in your your well-being. I just, um, that's what I don't want to wake up. I understand that. And House of the Ned don't really wake up before 10 o'clock period like don't. That let us different. chill like missy and professor world famous and sharifa will be knocked out when we used to have a dog she died oh the dog cc would be sleep with us like cc you don't even gotta go pee like she's oh, she would Cece. just be chilling with us like I that i would have met cc she was a mini schnauzer she was oh. a she was a female dog. She didn't like people like that. Mm. But she was asleep in that corner. Like, she was not waking up to wake us up to go out. She was oh, up. That was nice. She was chilling with us. That so, was nice of Cece. <laughs> <laughs> so, we literally, our whole entire house does not like to wake up. So, That's it's going to be an issue. Be quiet. Because I send you text messages be quiet. at 8 a.m. Because I'm like, the Lord has woke me up and I have to pray. Boo. If the professor needs to go to a math camp this summer or a basketball camp because ball is life right about now, it's going to be a difficult situation for me to wake up, drop him off. Because then what? I'm up for what? Who wants to be awake? Be productive. <laughs> be productive. Who wants to be awake at like 8 o'clock and then you got to go home and go to sleep? Well, <laughs> it's all about freeing yourself on relax, relate, and release. And yes. there are a lot of mommies who need that moment mm-hmm. to um, free themselves and to relax. And I'm sorry, don't feel guilty about sending your kids to camp. I mean, right. they're going to appreciate it. I mean, I think that it's good for the kids too because they listen to the other option, ladies. The mm-hmm. other option is, mm. or daddies, the other option is for them to get on your nerves and ask you to take them out and to go somewhere and let's go. Let's, because it's going to end up being spending money. Yeah, like My kids will be like, let's go to the aquarium. They're not like, let's go to the park. They're like, let's go. Let's go to the 25 per person thing, you know, and that's three of us and that's $75 out the gate. So, But I think the idea for me, and I don't know about this summer because he's older, but I literally had days of the week where we would do stuff. So it'd be like Camp Ned for real. Like today we're going to the movies for free. Tomorrow we're going to Sweetwater. The next day we're going, like, I literally have had this. So this is a transition time where I'm like. Okay, you're 11. Like, is it still cool to go to the neighborhood pool? And it like, is. At 11, it is. Still, it is. He'll still... Yes. Like, is ball is life more important than swim is life? No. Nope. <laughs> it's not because ball is life will be like a week. And then swim is life will be whenever you schedule it. Yeah. It's going to be all that. Like, mm. it's just adding to what the regiment and your right. routine. And I'm just grateful routine. that 
the early years, they even learned how to do summer with me. So now they know if it, if they want to do that, that's but great. They're expecting it, yeah. Sharifa, why I know Missy go is away? looking forward to it. Yeah, it's not gonna go away. I'm sorry, um, Mitchell. Team Mitchell's gonna um, tag along <laughs> on some of your camp days. I mean, it's of course it's not gonna be all of them because we'll be out of town and doing different things um, all summer. But meaning you too. Um, I know, but we will. When we're local, I think that's healthy also. I mean, you have to do that. Yeah, and it's but fun. It's fun. I still bring out this disclaimer. Be Felicia. Don't you worry about <laughs> signing your kids up for camp all summer. Right. Shop them away. You need it. You deserve it. Free yourself. Okay, so... Elephant in the room. <laughs> well... Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing because I just I'm thinking about the subject area. <laughs> all I can think about is world famous is post when y'all didn't know what was gonna happen with Miss DeVos. Oh my god. Devo. DeVos DeVos. DeVos. Like her name's she didn't even know how to say her own name, but anyway. So I'm just thinking I started laughing because I had an immediate reflection of what he was posting. Um, to call out to the what's your mascot? The Wildcat. To the Wildcat Nation. Um, <laughs> he was like, if we have the boat speaking at our graduation, we are not going to be able to speak at homecoming. Like, we can't show our faces. Right. We don't have any room to speak. And I'm just like, like, I become concerned because I enjoy, I get a lot of entertainment watching y'all talk junk to um, fam you. Yes, about so, homecoming. About homecoming. So we I literally got, were like, oh no, now we're open targets. Right. From so I became like concerned from an outsider <laughs> looking in's perspective because I was like, oh no, they're not going to talk junk during homecoming. I thoroughly enjoyed watching those memes and seeing <sighs> those things. Like I have nothing to do with your homecoming. He's so obnoxious with it. He, that is, he is. I stay out of it because it's like, okay, whatever. But okay, so what happened, she girl? Did, girl? What ended up happening? Oh my gosh, so much. Okay. So I am I applaud the alumni of Bethune Cookman University. I applaud the class of 2017. I applaud anyone who has gone to an HBCU or support an HBCU because literally this was a group effort, sixty thousand signatures to petition against wow. Bessie DeVos coming to the graduation. She did show up. She came anyway. And literally, the class of 2017 showed out. They booed. We didn't hear what she had to say. Like it was. They like, booed the entire time. The, it was like a steady stream of boo. I could not hear what she had to say. Can you show me like how it sounded? <laughs> <laughs> boo! It was like boo! No, it was like a chorus. Get off! Like it Get was off the stage. <laughs> that time? Yes. And like, then, were y'all waiting on Sandman to come from Apollo? Shut up. <laughs> and Dre girl. Well, I heard Omarosa was there and she uh -uh. like left. She Omarosa was there, girl. But she left. Hey. Celebrity apprentice Omarosa. Uh -huh. It's like she ushered DeVos in, like, okay, this is this no is comment. the world of HBCUs. No comment. And then left that girl on the podium to no sit comment. up there and try to say some words <laughs> in which no one could hear, but I did hear, and this is the part where I had this, I was screaming at the, at, at the computer. Oh no. She said, oh, Lord. I am going to tour the campus and 
Mary McLeod Bethune's foundation, which is like a sacred place. So after graduation, everyone goes back to her burial ground and everyone does like this graduation, enter to learn, depart to serve. Like it's uh -huh. a ceremony uh -huh. that anyone who's gone to that college knows is very sacred. Uh -huh. So they, they gave her an honorary doctorate, which the school doesn't even offer a doctorate okay. degree. Gave who what? Who the president of the school. Gay who? Betsy DeVos, an honorary doctorate degree. Oh. So we we're like, what? okay, first of all, we didn't offer Wait. that. Which is I'm a sorry. joke. Pause. Wait. Wait. <laughs> it's a joke. Second of all, she was like, my fellow wildcats. Uh-uh. Girl, you know them kids cut up. They were like, no, no. <laughs> We don't know you. And then when she was like, I am going to tour the campus. No, boo, boo. Like they were pissed. Get off our campus. And Get off our property. My, yes. And in my own little classroom, luckily we were on lunch break. I was screaming the same thing. Like, no, you're not. You will not go to the campus. You will not go to the foundation. And then Mary McLeod Bethune's granddaughter oh, actually spoke. She was interviewed by, um, who was it? someone I don't, I don't know i gotta check my facts lord i'm gonna get in trouble she said mary mccloud not only mary mccloud bethune not only was rolling over in her grave she stand she stood up out of her grave she was like she would not be for this she would definitely be against it and um so that was like kind of an incident this situation went viral mm. Uh, Bethune-Cookman College was trending or Bethune-Cookman University was trending. Jimmy Kimmel mentioned it. Saturday Night Live mentioned it. Wow. So it was a big, big, big deal. Um, the only issue that I have was there was pushback saying like they referred to students. First of all, Berkeley, um, UC Berkeley had a protest two weeks ago. And there, it was violence that stood out. Like it basically shut down. They were protesting some, you know, very right wing Republican that came to campus. But Bethune Cookman College were referred to as thugs, hmm? thugs booing Betsy DeVos mm -hmm. versus University UC Berkeley. They, there was no mention of thugs. There was no mention of, um, you know, anything like that. And this was a peaceful. Uh, protest versus yeah. a versus a violent protest. Mm -hmm. So I think the world stage is looking at HBCUs as you know. Uh, don't say we know how to protest. Yes, we are kind of the pioneers of protesting in this country. Absolutely, but when we do in a peaceful way, it's still viewed as thugs versus when you do it at a, a non HBCU right. school. Y'all are fighting brawling, being totally disrespectful, mm -hmm. then that's viewed as a protest. So to me, like there's still some issues. Yes, we have called for the resignation of the president who stood up and told the graduates that if you keep this up, then your degrees will be mailed to you. Wow. Which made them boo even mm -hmm. more and harder. Mm -hmm. So alumni is not in support of um, Edison Jackson at all. And we also are all, along with the NAACP, are calling for his resignation. Oh my goodness. So it's going to be a lot bigger than, than just Betsy DeVos. It's basically who's in control of HBCUs, where's the money coming from. There's a lot of funds being raised that are to support 
our HBCU. So I feel like uh, if we are in a position to, to, to need money, then we can be not having, you know, not being, how should I say it? Not being, um, not fall to the slaughter of the president and whatever wishes Amen. he has. Like, I just feel like if we have the control to be able to decide who and what and where happens on our campus, then we have a little bit more freedom. So yeah, we're raising money. That's it. Well, that's good. It's crazy. Well, I'm so thankful that you gave us that update, girl. I just feel so much closer to this story because one of my dear, dear friends or two of my dear, dear friends graduated from that um, university. And right. it made me angry. And I rose up also. Well, that was the thing, too, is that me and World Famous actually represent. We are true alumni of mm-hmm. the university. Mm-hmm. So, like, all of our friends were like, I can't believe this is happening to you. So, there was so much support mm-hmm. that we didn't expect outside of our, like, alumni yeah. association because we represent our school so much. You do. You and do. so, to know that you were there before it became, like, a trending topic is kind of cool. But yeah. also to like recognize that we got to do more for our, our HBCU. Absolutely. Like, we have to be able to continue that tradition that we're so proud of. Yes. Amen. Girl, my voice is going out. I don't know what this is. It is. I think it's allergy season. Yeah, it is. That pollen. Remember I told you about that pollen? That pollen. Mm-hmm. You told me about it. That's why I can't get my hair braided. What? <laughs> <laughs> so. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> And these lies. <laughs> so that leads us into our last segment. Yes. Tea shines for, for the, the soul. soul. And this is a book that we both love. So yes. you want to talk about that? So we are going to take an excerpt from um, the book entitled The New York Times bestseller, You Are a Badass. Yes. How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life um, by Jen Sincero. Um, this book has definitely made an impact on our lives. We actually, yeah. I had a, a vision board party at my house and I gifted all of my closest friends mm-hmm. with one of these books because I just felt like it it changed it touched us so much yeah and i'm just like okay this has to be shared it's just got to be shared yeah so um we're going to take a little bit about out of the book um first of all i'm going to talk about my mantra right now is grateful joy yeah um and it's just about gaining joy from all the things that i am grateful for whether <laughs> whether that is um, it's just day-to-day gratefulness mm-hmm. and just definitely um, uplifting um, my who my God is and um, being grateful in those things that he's blessed us with. So I'm going to read a small excerpt. Yes. Um, the quote that I'm reading and um, is, you cut yourself off from the supply of awesomeness when you are not in a state of gratitude. You cut yourself off from the supply of awesomeness when you are not in a state of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, Having gratitude goes way beyond having good manners. Manners are a form of custom. Gratitude is a state of being. Anyone can whip out their P's and Q's whether they're feeling it or not. 
but being truly, truly in a state of gratitude is about having an awareness of and a deep appreciation for the many miracles in your life. Yeah. So this book goes on to just talk about how when you are grateful for things that you are blessed with in the day to day, more blessings fall upon you. Right. Um, and I don't know why the, the scripture, when you're faithful over a few things, God will make you ruler over many. Mm-hmm. So if we can find those small things that we are grateful for mm-hmm. and just truly find joy in that gratitude, right. then I feel like it's just going to come to us. It'll just come to us more. And I don't know. I just I just feel very strongly about stopping to be thankful for what we have because we live in a society where there's a continual comparison whether Mm -hmm. that's on um, social media or I always tell my little young mentees I'm like y'all are just always trying to be the real housewives like just trying to compare themselves to what the people on TV have Mm -hmm. and not even seeing or acknowledging the blessings that are happening right before our eyes day after day after day it's one more quote I want to read. The more consistently you stay in gratitude and focus on that which is good, the stronger your connection to the source energy, which is your God or where mm-hmm. um, you feel that you get your energy from, um, the stronger your connection to the source energy is and the more quickly and effortlessly you'll be able to manifest that which is unseen in your reality. And I can speak on this in this last year of education because I feel like I didn't want to be in the classroom and I was put there again. Mm-hmm. And this year I've been able to be like recognizing how good it is. Like, you know, like we've been talking, yes. like I've had some of the best experiences this year than I've had, than I've recognized in a long time. And I really think that it was like God saying, look, you're here. Mm-hmm. Do you would you miss this if you were to leave the classroom? Because before I was like, let me leave the classroom. I'm tired of this, tired of this, tired. but in my mind, I didn't realize exactly what I would be leaving. Right. So this year, I'm looking like, oh, and I recognize what a gift it is to be able to do what I do day to day. And I feel like in that, recognizing that is going to give me a pass to be able to to go further. Absolutely. Because if you don't recognize what you have where you are, how are you going to go any further? You won't. You know what I mean? I just feel like, you know, I think of it as a parent. You Mm -hmm. know, of course, we think about God as a parent. Mm -hmm. And as a parent, if my children are not thankful for the things that I've given them, I don't want to give them anything else. Right. It's like, okay, so you have those 18 princess dolls and you don't care anything about it and right. you just treat them any kind of way. Why do I really want to go out and buy you another doll or get you something bigger? Right. So, it just makes perfect sense. And as parents, even as teachers mm-hmm. um, or in any industry, if you're in a customer service, if a, if a client is acting thankful or you want to do more to help mm-hmm. them. So why would we think that our guide or our energy source or what, however you refer to mm-hmm. it, you know, 
why would we think that we would receive anything more if we're not even acknowledging what we have already? Right, right, right. And so that grateful joy that you talk about yeah. is just, I love it. I've embraced it. Uh, we've been embracing all of these. Yes. Sweet tea for the soul, tea shines for the soul. Because I feel like grateful joy is where it lasts. Like you can't have joy without gratefulness. Mm -hmm. So to recognize your, your gratefulness will lead to pure joy. And, you know, we always, I always remember that happiness can come and go, but joy, it won't leave you because Absolutely. that's something that's inside of you. So that's, right. that's something that um, I guess we would want to leave you with. Yes, we want to challenge you guys to, I mean, it's easy to get caught up in the funk and just office talk in general. Mm -hmm. And I'm just warning people against it. I, I got teary-eyed in some of my um, summative evaluations just end of the year reviews if you're not in education. Um, I got so emotional with one teacher because she felt like the way that she was was not good enough because of all of the negativity that she had been around. Mm. Because people looked down on her joy. Mm. People kind of judged her because she was joyful with children rather mm -hmm. than grumpy with children. Mm -hmm. And that may be that you are positive and happy with your clients or your co-workers rather than being negative. Mm -hmm. So I got sad because I, I wanted her to recognize that all that she has been given, that that she has been blessed with, that patience, that kindness, that care, mm -hmm. that love that she has for her children, her students, clients, whatever applies to you mm -hmm. is a good thing. Right. So reflect on that which you have, not what people want you to believe. Right. So it's hard to stay focused on the positive. It's hard to be thankful for the place that you're in because, you know, a lot of times society and the things that we're exposed to have they, it has us looking towards what we don't have so much. Right. But I challenge everybody listening to this podcast to pause for a moment and think about the goodness that is within your life right now yeah. and and be happy about it. Bask in that for a moment mm -hmm. and just have a moment of thankfulness. And Even I journal about it. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Please journal because Lord have mercy. I have like, y'all know I have so many journals. <laughs> so write about it so you can reflect back because sometimes we forget about all those beautiful things that we have been blessed with. So just, I just challenge you to, to look at the small things. It could, Y'all, it can be things that most, somebody else might look at as goofy, like mm -hmm. a butterfly. I remember I had a gratitude journal, of course. Leave me alone. <laughs> I had a gratitude journal and I looked back and I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote that I was grateful for a butterfly flying across the interstate. Aww. Because that's just something you don't pay attention to because we're focused on the, the traffic and the mm -hmm. taking so long and mm -hmm. rrr, 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 yeah. long distance. And I was like, oh my gosh, in the midst of all this, a butterfly just fluttered across. A beautiful monarch butterfly. I'm, I'm a beautiful monarch butterfly just fluttered oh. across the nice. interstate. I like that. Yes. You know, so... Just take a moment to bask into in the joy and in the the things that that you've been blessed with. So and don't and feel free to share that with us, please, please. So we're gonna wrap it up. We gotta know. Tell us what you what you're thinking. Yes, and so we look forward to hearing from you this week. And I hope you guys have an awesome one. Yes. All right. Till See you later. Time. Bye. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Sweet Tea and Sunshine. If you want to get in touch with us, make sure you follow us on Instagram at T-Shines, T-E-A-S-H-I-N-E-S. And if you have questions or comments or want to contribute, um, you can email us at theteashine at gmail.com. T-H-E-T-E-A-S-H-I-N-E at gmail.com. Thanks so much for joining us. I can't wait till next time. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.